thank you for joining us for another installment of Frost and Sullivan's exciting podcast series. I'm Neha Anna Thomas, a senior economist with Frost and Sullivan, and as part of my role here, I undertake macroeconomic research and analysis to help clients better understand economic trends as well as implications. Today, we will be discussing the impact of global trade wars. Now let's take a step back into 2018 and analyze how trade wars unfolded as well as the impact of the same. So 2018 saw the start of several trade wars with the US imposing additional tariffs on goods imports with countries from across the world retaliating back with higher tariffs. We saw US tariffs for example being raised on global washing machine imports, steel and aluminium imports and the like. China especially came under a lot of pressure with additional US tariffs of nearly 250 billion worth of Chinese imports. Now we saw the world GDP growth took quite a hit in 2018 as a result of these trade wars. Why is this? Because of a lot of factors, additional tariffs impacted the input costs of businesses and also led to delayed investment decisions. So we saw a lot of pullback in investments, layoffs, and worker delays. In fact, a Frost and Sullivan poll conducted back in February of 2019 found that trade wars were cited as the biggest economic threat to businesses in 2019 over other threats such as Brexit as well as political turmoil. So trade wars, as we see, are having huge ramifications on businesses and the world economy. But there's still a lot of uncertainty in regards to the 2019 outlook for trade wars. It is for this reason that Frost & Sullivan has undertaken this research on global trade wars impact to analyze scenario-based assessments and more trade war impact assessments and implications. Frost & Sullivan's research on trade wars analyzes scenarios, direct as well as indirect trade wars impact, impact specifically on the automotive and metals industries, some mitigation strategies, as well as key growth opportunities. Now moving over to the current state of trade wars, looking at 2019. So what we see is that all additional tariffs imposed back in 2018 still remain in place, which is why businesses continue to hurt. Now, looking more closely at the US-China trade war situation, the two countries initiated a 90-day truce back in December, during which no additional US tariffs would be imposed. Now, as we would know, this particular 90-day truce period has been extended, and the two countries are presently in the midst of finalizing a trade agreement. So there are still multiple scenarios that can unfold based on ongoing trade talks. Expected Chinese structural reforms in particular are a key part of ongoing US-China trade talks. Now, if the talks collapse, the US could increase the level of additional tariffs on 200 billion worth of Chinese imports from 10% to 25%. China, on the other hand, could retaliate with its own set of tariffs and even perhaps divert purchases away from the US. In other trade war-related developments, there's also the risk of 25% US tariffs on global car and parts imports, 
In regards to the impact of the same, we could see that such a tariff decision could raise car prices for U.S. consumers as well as lead to an increase or a spike in used car sales in the U.S., while at the same time quite possibly attracting other retaliatory tariffs from the rest of the world. A final decision on this, that is potential 25% U.S. automotive tariffs, could be expected by mid-May or potentially longer. In more recent days, we've also been seeing some trade tensions brewing between the U.S. and Europe in particular. Now, moving away from a current scenario analysis, let's look at a forward-looking analysis into the major trade war scenarios that Frost and Sullivan views for 2019, namely the continuation scenario, a potential intensification scenario, conclusion scenario, or a partial tariff scenario. Now, looking at 2019, all three of the scenarios apart from the conclusion scenario appear quite likely or quite a possibility. All of it really depends on how talks progress. Now let's look at the three scenarios in brief. A continuation scenario is nothing but what we're seeing at the moment. It is the continuation of additional tariffs from 2018 at similar levels with no higher additional tariffs in this year. An intensification scenario could take any form really. It could be an escalation of the tariffs imposed between US or China. It could also involve a higher US automotive tariffs or a combination of the two in addition to potential higher tariffs between US and Europe. The partial tariff removal scenario on the other hand is something that we have seen unfolding in more recent days with regards to US and China. Now this would involve partial removal of tariffs over a couple of years looking forward as opposed to immediate removal of tariffs and the removal would be based on adherence to agreed standards as part of the trade agreement. Now world GDP growth would obviously dip the most under the intensification scenario. We could see GDP growth for example slip from around 3.6% in 2018 to around 3.1% or lesser in 2019, depending on the extent of intensification or the escalation of global trade wars. Now moving over to the impact of global trade wars, looking specifically as a US economy angle. Higher US tariffs have raised input costs for businesses, thereby affecting their business earnings and leading to price increases layoffs and so on. Domestic industries on the one hand have been helped to an extent. For example, US steel and aluminium manufacturers have benefited from higher US tariffs on these metals in the short run, however. But looking at the long run, these particular manufacturing firms could also start to take a hit given that higher steel and aluminium input costs, in addition to other higher input costs, could take a dent to overall US industrial production and thereby weaken demand for these metals. In terms of GDP growth, US and China are expected to take a direct hit to their 2019 growth rates on account of higher tariffs and trade tensions, while at the same time we see that export-reliant economies such as Germany and Japan will also have to bear 
the indirect negative of stockpiling that we're seeing with regards to how businesses are buying huge inventory of goods in order to avoid the effects of further additional tariffs. We're also seeing a lot of decisions to eventually relocate production, especially in the light of Chinese slowdown and the tariffs that are coming against China. We're seeing a lot of businesses in China increasingly taking strategies to move out of China to other destinations in Southeast Asia and alike. Now, with regards to anticipated strategies that could increasingly emerge, one is that of tariff engineering, by which firms could undertake legitimate modification of a product to fall under a more favorable tariff bracket. We could potentially also see firms as well as countries moving to increase self-sufficiency in production so as to avoid the higher tariffs that come attached from global trade wars. So as we assessed until now, there are definitely a lot of restraints coming from global trade wars, but at the same time, we are seeing some growth opportunities emerging, as well as a few winners from global trade wars. To begin with, we're seeing that Southeast Asia is increasingly emerging as a manufacturing destination. Firms looking to move away from China are increasingly evaluating the strengths of Southeast Asia and making decisions to relocate into countries such as Indonesia as well as Vietnam. The trend of stockpiling is definitely creating a lot of demand for warehouse space. So we expect that trade wars will act as a boost for global warehouse owners as well as developers. Looking more closely at what's happening in China, a couple of months back, we saw a clamp down on infrastructure investments. What we're seeing today, however, is sort of a renewed focus on boosting infrastructure growth in light of the trade war related growth slowdown. So we could see a lot more push for Chinese infrastructure investments that private investors could again look to tap into. Another growth opportunity we see especially is for producers of industrial robots as well as automation products. These firms could gain as trade war affected companies look to cut production costs and offset higher import tariffs. So in summary, there still remains quite a lot of uncertainty in regards to how trade wars will unfold in 2019 and 2020 thereby increasing the need for scenario-based planning amongst businesses. What we know for sure is that trade wars are already hurting global economies and that these wars are expected to continue to weigh upon GDP growth in 2019. At the same time, however, as in most cases, there are some winners emerging out of trade wars as just discussed in the section earlier. On that note, I hope you've enjoyed this session. Please join us for future podcasts and become a member of Frost & Sullivan's by emailing us at digital at frost.com. Thank you for your time.